So I have a story here about the worst things we can do for our diets, meaning things that as we're trying to exercise and try to make a little bit wiser decisions, we're still messing up and we don't even know it. Okay. So this nutritionist named Serena Poon said, these are the worst things that we can do right now. Number one is not getting enough quality sleep. And man, I have made a change in my life where I do really... Uh, prioritize trying to sleep better because I just need to work better. And I used to go, I'm just going to work more. I don't need all the sleep. I'll just wake up, no sleep, and just go to work. But I found that I don't work as well if I don't get enough sleep. And so a lack of sleep can disrupt your digestion and make you crave because all of your hormones are off really bad, crappy food because you want that sugar and the salt whenever your hormones are off. So she writes, a lack of sleep can ruin when you digest food not getting enough sleep on a regular basis could lead to long-term disruption in digestion. It could result in inflammation and chronic disease. So sleep is the number one. Number two is what? What do you think it is? Food. Water. Eating. Oh, water. water. It's sleep and water. Oh, yeah. Hydration. And so many times we're worried about doing all the things that are level three, four, and five. We forget the most basic things. Even Nurse Bobo's been on many times, and he's like, man, just drink water. Being hydrated can distort our hunger cues, making us think we're hungry when we're really just thirsty. So we feel a little cramp, the little, you're like, oh, I'm hungry. Mm. But really, we just want water. But instead, we eat, and then we're putting in extra calories when we could have just had water. The next one is eating more and not hungry. And I am such a goober at this. Mm-hmm. I'll just get bored and go, well, I'm bored. What do I do? And my choice is, let's go see what's in the refrigerator. And I know what's in the refrigerator, <laughs> and I'll still open it and take survey. I know because I bought it all. I know what's in there, but still, I want to take the whole survey. And I'll do the thing where I look under the rack, too, see if there's anything in the backside. Because I don't want to move this stuff from the front, but I'll look under the rack to see what's behind <laughs> it. Uh, so eating when we're not hungry. Using portion control, I'm not good at that either. I'll just fill up the... For, I have a bad habit of not feeling full until I'm just disgusting with myself. Like, I need to be like... Bleh. For me to stop eating. Yeah. And that is a bad American thing. Yeah. That's a, a Western culture thing where we just gorge ourselves. We don't feel like it's complete until we're going, until we get that that feeling. And I'm a victim of that too. And then not getting enough fruits and vegetables, which again is something we learn in second grade. <laughs> <laughs> it, all of this, and this is a really widely shared article that came out. This is stuff like, wow, wow, wow. But again, this is the most elementary part of it. We're over here trying to get exercise in. If you're not doing this stuff right, exercise doesn't matter crap. Mm-mm. If you're not sleeping and drinking water and eating right, your exercise doesn't matter at all. Yeah, I would rather eat exactly right and not exercise versus the, the other option. And if I can't and I'm traveling a lot, that's what I'll do. I'll make sure to eat extra right. Because I don't always. Hey, I'm human. When you, when you prick me, I believe. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then a lot of them say rushing through our meals. Uh, Lots of us eat super quick, and five-minute meals can make eating seem like a chore. This girl, Serena, points out that taking our time when eating helps us enjoy the smells and flavors of food more, and it helps us pay attention to our hunger signal so we stop when we're actually full. I don't have a hunger signal. Mine is... (laughs) I'm I'm a thin guy, so when I eat, like, I'm... I get... My my stomach gets fat. Shows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you do... Does yours do that? Yeah, I mean, I can tell after... 
a meal or a day, like not even, by like, the end of the day versus the beginning of the day? One meal, and I, it's my gut is out to my knees. It feels real. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, telling that you. might be your body mm-hmm. dysmorphia mm-hmm. showing up. Nope. The Bobby Bone Show. I'll play you just the vocals from a one-hit wonder. You'll know the song. I just need you to name the artist. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. For example, oh. can you name this artist right here? That's what's going on. Nothing's fine, I'm torn. I'm all out of faith. That song is called Torn, but do you know who sings that? Yes. Go ahead. Natalie Imbruglia. Yeah, Natalie Imbruglia. Nice. Oh, whatever. Yeah, good job. She's silent, I think, but yeah. Oh. Hey, don't be... I, no, I used name to. snob. Dude, I, I had a crush on her for Pronunciation sure. snob. <laughs> Okay, write your answer down, guys. These are all one-hit wonders. Again, I just need the artist, and you're going to hear the isolated vocals. Here we go. Number one. Didn't have to cut me off. Make out like it never happened. But now we were nothing. The song is called Somebody That I Used To Know. Oh, thank you for telling me that. No, you didn't have to stop I'm in, brother. I'm in. I'm in. Have your friends Amy? Go TA. Lunchbox? Gautier. Nice. Eddie? Gautier. Okay, Eddie, stop. Stop. Pronunciation snob. <laughs> That's yeah. how I said it. I'm going to play all. Oh, Gautier, guys. Hold, hold. <laughs> all right, next up, these are all one-hit wonders. Here is the artist. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I'm in for the win. The song is called Tub Thumping. The artist is... Chumbawamba. Lunchbox? That's Chumbawamba. Eddie? Chumbawamba. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you get frogged in the shoulder. And it's not by me, okay. but one of them near you. Okay, I'll stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, can you name this artist here? One hit wonder and action. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Can you name the, the artist out? of Who Let the Dogs Out? Who let the dogs out? A lot of heavy breathing in that that you don't hear when the music's happening. Yeah. Yippee Kayo. And everybody having a ball. Oh, all right. Think about that. Somebody can win it with this one. Yeah, I'm in, but I don't think I have it. Who let the dogs out? Amy, who is the uh, one hit wonder artist on that one? Pitbull. Pitbull. <laughs> it's a 305. <laughs> I know it's not. Much, much. Them franchise boys. Oh. Is that it? Oh. oh. I knew one right. Eddie, for the win. This can't be it, because if this is the name of the band, then they were destined to be a one-hit wonder. Bloodhound Gang? No. No. But the Bloodhound Gang had multiple hits. Okay. Yeah. It was. It's the Baja Man. Oh, Baja, Baja Man. Man. Well, let's do let's do another one. Everybody's still in. Hit this one. One hit wonder. Can you name the artist? I'm blue. I've been deed. I've been died. I've been deed. I've been died. I've been deed. I've been died. Lunchbox knows it. He wrote it down. Yeah, this was like his jam. He was like at the club. It was everybody's jam. I, I love this song. Oh, I know. But level. Like, You're in for level. sure. He would dance to it. For sure? Yeah. He may win a game. I don't know. He'd be shutting down the streak. I'm starting to get nervous. I'm in. Eddie, you don't know it. I don't, I'm not, you don't know it. I'm not confident. Did you ever go to level? No, I never went to That's level. That's why you don't know. <laughs> Did you go to Spiros? <laughs> I went to Spiros a couple yeah. of times. All right. Amy. Aquaman. No. 
I'm going to save Lunchbox. I think he knows it. Eddie. Uh, I put down Blue Man Group. <laughs> They're a band. <laughs> Lunchbox, a band? for the win. I have faith in you that you're going to get it here. Are you ready for it? <laughs> he hasn't won a game in a long time. Oh, it's no. a big day. Big Are day. Are you ready? He's sometimes ready. Like, Aqua! It's not yeah. aqua. It's not. It's not aqua. Yeah. No, no. That's Barbie girl. I'm a this Barbie is amazing. girl. Raymond, I'm Eiffel 65. Oh. Eiffel 65. Wow, you choked. <laughs> I got, I, I started telling you, I started thinking I wasn't choked. right. You choked. Eddie, give him the Heimlich. He's choking over there. Oh. <laughs> Good one, Amy. You all, you all choked even later. Yeah, you all what? got it wrong. No, no, you were yeah, in. Like, we didn't have you it. He was in like one second. And you were like, this is my jam. It is my jam. And then Level. halfway through, I said, Oh no, I think I got the right wrong one. Okay. That's all right. I'll just come back and get it. It'll hurt even worse. Okay. We've been through a bunch of these. Sudden death. We're going to play it when you know a buzz in your name. I'm looking for the artist. Oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. Eddie. Oh. I don't know if I have this. What? Eddie for the win. UMI? Incorrect. Oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. Any guesses, guys? She's always right there when I'm near. Lunchbox. Them franchise boys. She's like a genie in my bottle. URL. No, it's O-M-I. Oh, no. And he missed it by a letter. Dang. All right. Man. Again, a one-hit wonder. Name the artist. We're in sudden death. In awesome Eddie. Eddie. Four non blondes. Oh, <laughs> hey, lunchbox, we're so close. Yeah. Oh, I was going to guess Pat Yeah, you should have. You got a lot of hits. Pat Wow, wow, wow. Hey, man, that. Because I felt like I really was going to lose that one in Lunchbox. See if you know these. We'll just play the full clip here. Here you go. This one. See if you know this artist. Charles Barkley. Yeah, Charles Barkley. Do you know that one? Yeah. Here's this one. Barbie, let's go party. That's Aqua. Yes. That's Aqua. That's Barbie Girl by Aqua. Do you know this one, One Hit Wonder? Have you ever met a girl that you tried Biz to date? Yeah, yeah nice. Nice. Amy, good job. There Thank you. you. Eddie, congratulations on another, oh, another Thanks, game. Thanks, Bones. Bones. The Bobby Bones Show. I'm going to ask you guys for a personal milestone in just a minute. So think about it. Something in your life that you've accomplished. Don't be big. Be small. Be any little streak you've set. Because this guy just hit a million miles on his truck. One million miles with his Nissan Frontier pickup truck. Now, he should be in a commercial, right? He should be in whatever they're doing to promote this (laughs) Nissan. That should be his deal. Yeah. Brian Murphy bought the truck in 2007, used it for a delivery service, has never owned or used another vehicle since. The two-wheel drive King Cab still has its original four-cylinder engine and five-speed manual transmission. The clutch lasted over 800,000 miles, outliving the driver's seat, which is crazy. (laughs) The only other major work he's had done was getting a new timing chain installed at 750,000 miles. Nissan says he may have the record for putting the most miles on a Frontier. And there's a picture he took of 999999999, all that. Pretty cool. I didn't know that was possible. My Pontiac Sunfire had over 200,000 and it finally just... I don't even know if they make those anymore. Do they make Sunfires, Pontiac Sunfires? It was the most legit car I ever had as far as... It was like a small tank. Didn't look like a tank, but it would go wherever you needed to go. When I moved from Little Rock to Austin, Texas, it was about a nine-hour drive. And we had started out on the drive and got hit by a huge snowstorm. The drive ended up taking 27 hours. 
to get down because we hit a snow and ice storm. That Pontiac Sunfire just... There were 18-wheelers pulled over. There were big trucks. My, my Sunfire didn't stop. It was They're amazing. all jealous of you. Yeah. And over 200,000. Do you have a, any sort of um, milestone that you've hit recently? Oh, it, has to be, it should be recent. Well, it doesn't matter. Like mine, for example, I'm two weeks away from on my Peloton hitting one year every week for a year, at least once a week. That's pretty yeah. good. Because it keeps oh. track of it. So I'm two weeks away from hitting 52 weeks. I'm pretty pumped about that. Okay. You? Well, I mean, I guess it's not as recent. I mean, I haven't pressed news in forever. I, I, I'm, I don't know that I have any goals that I did recently. Is that you? sad? <laughs> oh, mine for sure is the book that I read in three weeks. Like, Lunch- I hadn't read a book that fast in forever. Lunchbox? Ooh, that's easy. 200,000 people on Twitter follow me. Nice. That's well, pretty cool. Morgan? Probably the fact that I watched 23 Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. Good that might be the winner. <laughs> that's the winner. Yeah, you win. Morgan number two watched 23 Marvel movies. That's, yeah. no, that's just watching movies all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it was like three and a half straight weeks of movies, basically. That's impressive. Yeah, I haven't done that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that's more impressive than my 50 weeks in a row of exercising. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Okay, so Chef John Doherty, who once ran the kitchens at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel, which is like totally fancy smancy, has used his expertise to create a line of special meals to feed the hungry. And they come in these little pouches, you know, like a tuna pouch that you like rip off. Oh, yeah, the zip tuna pouch. Yeah, Yeah. that's the best way to describe it. Because sometimes when you give the uh, homeless or people in need a can of food, they can't open it. That doesn't help them. They don't have a can opener. And this is a way to have meals like easily that they can get to, that they can just tear open. If they have access to a microwave, great. It tastes great warm. But you can also eat them at room temperature. And they're full of like nutritious ingredients and 20 grams of protein. So yeah, I like that. It's like kind of all like fancy, fancy food. Created this line, Heavenly Harvest one of them is red beans and rice. One of them is three bean chili. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I know homeless people like them. Also, they look good to me right now. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, the packaging is thoughtful and, like, cute and aesthetically pleasing. Like, and I think that's important, even when you're for all people. So, yeah, good for him for figuring out a way to get anyone that's struggling a bit of food that can be not as expensive and also easy to kind of keep and and quality like full of ingredients and like taste really good and look pretty like I think it's all important that's what it's all about that was tell me something good Bobby Bone Show Bonehead story of the day this story comes to us from Arizona a 62 year old man hates sitting in traffic he's driving every morning he's like man I like that HOV lane looks pretty nice but I don't have a passenger so he went out and bought a fake skeleton, put a bucket hat on him, some clothes, strapped him into the passenger seat, but he got pulled over. I bet a lot of people don't get pulled over for doing this. For sure. It's a funny picture, too. It's hilarious. The bucket hat's my favorite. That's really funny. Like Like a fisherman? Yeah, like the dude's just going to be chilling in a bucket hat. (laughs) You see the picture? That's really funny. There you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. All right, time now for Elder versus Millennial. Eddie's the Elder. Morgan number two is the millennial. You are? 26 years old. And what I do is I ask each of them questions about the other person's generation. Uh. Eddie, I'm going to ask you questions about millennial stuff. Come on, let's go. Question number one. Who played Lewis in the Disney show Even Stevens? Never heard of it. Who played Lewis in the Disney show Even Stevens? Uh, I'm going to guess here. uh, Lewis Tomlinson. 
One Direction. No. No, it's not his name. Morgan number two. Shia LaBeouf. Nice. Really? One point. Yeah, it must have been a long time ago. Well, I mean, she's 26 when he was a kid. Okay. <laughs> what was the name of the school that Harry Potter goes to? Hogwarts. Excuse me? Shoot. Hold on. Let me think about this. <laughs> Trying to go with the first thing that came to my mind. Not a good idea. Uh, it's Hog something. Wait. What's the name of the school Harry Potter goes to? Yeah. Hogwarts. <laughs> Dang it. Why what? are you guys laughing? What it sounds if, so right to me. I don't even know for sure. I need a... a, a because oh, I do this with Amy sometimes. I need you to, yes. to declare what your answer is instead of just yelling out things. Gosh, is it Hogwarts or Hogwarts? Hogwarts. Your answer is Hogwarts. Ah, yes. How's that spelled? H O G W A. Yeah, Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Okay. Yeah. Eddie, what's the name of the popular fruit snack with juicy centers? They're shaped like hexagons. They're made by General Mills. Oh, one of my favorites. Gushers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Nice one. Yeah, wow. see, with food stuff, I keep it young. Oh, boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eddie, two. This is great. Morgan, number two, one okay. from the steel. Um, Morgan, number two, you ready for your questions? Ready. There's a bit of unfairness to this game because... Eddie, you're living during her stuff. Some of your stuff she didn't even live in. Yeah, she was, before she was born. You're, yeah. you're right. But that's okay. But that's the way the game is. That's the so, way the game goes. I what just have to hope his memory goes away. <laughs> hey, uh, Morgan number two. This is a quote from what movie? Schwing! So again, I'll do it again. From a movie? Schwing! Is a quote from what movie? From a movie? Mm-hmm. Is it a funny movie? I'm not giving you hints. <laughs> Swing. I don't know, but I'm going to do Back to the Future. Now, Eddie, you can still. Swing. I believe it's, is it Stifler? American Pie? Is that your answer? Yeah, American Pie. No! What's Swing? It's Wayne's World. Oh, my goodness. Swing. Oh, wow, wow. Swing. Yeah. Messed that one up. That stinks, Eddie. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that hurt you a little wow. bit. Hey, Morgan, number two. Okay. These guys are the best-selling music duo in history. Daryl and John are their first names. What are their last names? Paul and Oates. Nice. <gasps> this is bad. Yes. I, I, th- I thought she'd say Dan and Shay. <laughs> Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> What's the score? Two to two. Oh, oh boy. All comes down to this one. Hey, Morgan, number two. Okay. A trapper keeper was a kind of what? A trapper keeper. You ever heard of that? No. Wow. What? Yes. Every really? one of us in the room went, oh, that's crazy. I feel like. I feel like they still my have kids them. No. Oh, yeah. A trapper keeper is a kind of what? A trapper keeper. I don't even know the category to guess in. Um, a, a bug catcher? A bu- <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> What? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> mm, I know. Eddie for the win. Oh, this is great. It's a school binder. It's a binder. Yeah. There he is. Play that music. A traffic keeper, Morgan number two. It's like a binder, and it kept all these different folders in it. I think we just call them binders. I don't think I've ever heard that term. It was a traffic keeper was a brand. Yeah. Yeah. And it had Velcro on it and cool designs. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. You look forward to getting that Trapper Keeper. Yeah, I, did, I, did, I, did, I got like a I boot, knew bootleg it. Trapper Keeper. As soon as I said it, I yeah. was thinking about yeah, yeah, yeah. it. It's brand. If it's brand name, I didn't have it. If it's brand name, I didn't have it. Eddie, congratulations. Thank you, so, there he is. There, our winner today. Woo! 
You guys can get in touch with us. It's very easy. We have an email address just so you can reach out for advice. Morgan number two, what did they email to? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right, let's open it up. Bobby's Mailbag. They write, hey, Bobby, I've been with my boyfriend for three years. We just recently moved in together. While cleaning, making room for our stuff, I found a shoebox full of cards. Thought it was sweet that he kept the cards I'd given him over the last three years and opened them to reminisce. They were not cards from me, but cards he saved from an ex when they were together. I wanted to see how you felt about keeping things from past relationships. Should I be concerned or ignore the whole situation? Thanks, Sam. First of all, if you're concerned, you shouldn't be with them. Just in general, if you find any reason to be concerned, if it's DMs, if it's if you're like, I'm concerned, you have to address it and maybe think you don't need to be with them. It's weird, but at least he doesn't have them out. You know, they're in a shoebox. I'm not going to break the relationship over this. Maybe have a conversation. I just think I don't have anything like this. But if I did, I wouldn't be keeping them because I was in love still. Did she say sorry how long they've been together? Three years. Okay. Does your husband have anything? No, but I kept a shoebox full of all kinds of stuff from relationships. But then once I got married, I got I got rid of them. Like, on, they're gone. And the... And the boyfriends I was keeping stuff from, they were married too. So I was like, there's no point in keeping this stuff. So I got rid of it, but it wasn't like, I don't think it, honestly, I don't think it'd be weird if I still had it though. I don't either because it's more of a history of your life than it is of you still loving them. Yes. If he was hiding them from you or it was something he just didn't want, or if he freaked out in a really weird, bad way when you, then, Mm -hmm. then maybe that puts up a tiny red flag. But we are all just the accumulation of our past. Yeah. And if it weren't for those relationships that didn't work out, he wouldn't be with you. I kind of think it's okay. Do you want him to go to a yearbook picture with you and his, him and his ex-girlfriend if it's in a yearbook? He's <laughs> cute. I mean, it's, it's a fine line. And I don't think it's something that should that should be a big fight. Do you? No, I don't. But what it can what, be, what it would can, you do in this situation? It can be a discussion. You can You should communicate about it because you don't want it to build up and then turn into something way bigger than it needs to be. He honestly might be like, oh gosh, I totally forgot those were back there. Maybe. Weird. Maybe. Or he might be like, hey, yeah, I like to hang on to stuff. Like it's, that that just is what it is. It means nothing to me, but I'm, I'm not going to throw it away. Yeah. I think we're kind of on the same page here. I I think you have a conversation if it's like burning on you to have the conversation. Speaking of burning, maybe he's like, (laughs) to prove that I don't care, let's burn them together. Let's not put that in the atmosphere because yeah. you may not That's say good. that and then she'll be disappointed. Advice, but I, mean, I, I that- think that what 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 Sam should do because she's a girl. Sam's a girl. Yeah, should go. Hey, I found these notes from you. I was going to the closet. I didn't mean to stumble. I didn't read many of them. But do you want to keep these or do you want me to throw them out? Wink, wink. And then <laughs> if he's like, you know, either way, but I, I keep them because you know, I like to keep a lot of things from my past. I just don't think it's that big a deal. Right. That's all I'm saying. If you're secure, be secure. You're good? Yeah, I'm good with that. And then when he's gone, throw him away and <laughs> act like you never know where they went. Don't you do that to your but husband's a, clothes? But a pro- well, like, yeah, T-shirts, shirts right. and stuff. Yeah. But I think approach it in a very calm, mature way. Don't be like, which I don't know if you know some of his ex-girlfriends or what these cards said, but don't approach him aggressively and be like, so, when's the last time you talked to Lisa? Mm, Lisa was such <sighs> a... Something like that. All right, there you go. That's the mailbag. Thank you. And that was Bobby's mailbag. Remember, don't make things a bigger deal than you have to. Mm -hmm. You only get a few things you can make a big deal about, and it really work. Otherwise, then you're just crazy. 
So if that's not worth being being a big deal, yeah. save it. Save your crazy. Save your crazy because we all got it. We yeah. got to dish it out in, in good amounts. Uh, Morgan number two, if people want to submit something to the mailbag, what do they do again? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. Amy was doing an Instagram Live last night, so I got on with her and we talked for, I don't know, 10 minutes or so? Yeah, it was awesome. It was when I had the most people watching. Oh, was it? Yeah. I was like, just brushing my teeth. Joined, more people joined, and then they stayed, and then Bobby went away, and they all went away, and I was like, dang, <laughs> wow. I don't know that, that that happened. I saw it happen. <laughs> all <laughs> I know is I'm in the bathroom, and I get a <laughs> on my phone, and it says, Amy would like you to join her Instagram. I'm brushing my teeth. Well, I was surprised to see you even watching, so I was like, oh, I'll see if he answers. And so I get on, and her and her sister, I don't even know what they're talking about. Everything. <laughs> yeah. And so... We talk for a little bit, and then I hang up, and I start working on the show. I go to bed, and then I start to get messages. Here's one that just came in about your Instagram Live. Hey, Bobby, I missed a conversation about Amy's son mooning a thousand viewers on Instagram Live last night. Yeah, it happened. What? What? Well, he he came in and he started talking. He was like, "Hey," and then you know he likes to booty dance, and so I thought he just wanted to like shake his booty. So he gets up, and I don't know who to like. We haven't taught him mooning, but now I mean, maybe oh, mooning was awesome. I used to moon everybody. Yes, and so I it never even crossed my mind that he would pull everything down. And he gets up on the couch and he's like doing his thing. And then all of a sudden he he, he just pulls his pants down. And I kind of thought, oh, did he just pull his pants down? Or And then why would you want to show everybody his diaper? He was like ready for bed. Straight booty, bare booty. And he thought it was hilarious. And he just died laughing. I mean, so did we because I, we weren't expecting it. But yeah, everybody got, and he was super close to the camera. Mm-hmm. Have you been kicked off Instagram for that? Isn't that I don't, thing? We got, I got nervous. A lot of things wrong with that? <laughs> yeah. I know. Like one naked butt, two kid naked butt. Uh-huh. I know. I had no, no I, so far, nothing. But I, I did get nervous that something would get fined or flagged. And we told him that, that he can't do that in public. He could get fined. And now he's all You should find him, though. Does he have money? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should tell You should find him. How much? $5. Be like, hey, we heard from Instagram. Oh, You're going to be fined $5 for that okay. last night. Teach him a lesson. All right. Okay. No one wants to lose their money. No, that's a, that is a good and lesson. And if you laughed too. at him, you can't punish him. You can't punish him. <laughs> I know. It, I think we were just so shocked. But then I did tell him like afterwards. I'm like, buddy, you can't do stuff like that. Especially we didn't know it was coming. And there's people on there that we don't know. And Well, today you got a note from Instagram. He's been fined $5. Oh, okay. All right. I'll tell him. Okay. I'll have him pay up. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So do you have any rules for when you're in bed? I spend so much of my home life in my bedroom, meaning I don't get to be home a lot. I don't go into my living room often. And I sometimes I eat in the bed. So you really don't? Like it's not like a safe place for like Mm -mm. no food, no phone, no TV. Like that's where you do everything. (laughs) Yeah. The only thing that really doesn't happen in the bed is what you think should happen in the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, Justin and Haley Bieber, they have a no phones rule in bed. And they say that they've, that's a house rule that they've established and they try to read more and they just want to, they're practicing nesting. And so once they're in the bed, phones go away and they do not have them out. Didn't you at one point have a rule with your husband, no TV in the bedroom? Yes. And we had no TV for much of our marriage. That changed about three years ago. And I love it. And now you love the TV in the bedroom. <laughs> yes. But I, I think that I was thinking when I read this, I was like, my husband and I, we need to implement something like this. Like, because one, we want to read more. Two, we can just end up being on our phones. It's not good for you to have that screen time before you go to bed. Something to do with the with scientists say with the blue light. So I'm like, you know what? I just need to put it away. I enjoy watching TV in bed. And people say if you do everything in bed, you don't sleep as well in bed. Well, crap, I'm more comfortable in bed. I'm just like, I'm all, that, I love my bed. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Okay, so just quick story that is amazing. Because, Bobby, I know you don't have the best relationship with potholes, but this guy was in an ambulance, and the ambulance went over a pothole, and the dip and the whatever it did to him, it saved his life. It restarted his heart. Yeah, medics really? say the man's heartbeat suddenly returned to normal after it went over the pothole. So it was almost like what his body needed to jolt back into whatever it needs to do. Yeah, to fun. Live. Thank yeah. God like for the pothole. He's struggling and then... Boom. Yeah. It popped his heart wow. right back into place. So sometimes Crazy. potholes can be good. Let me go to Michael real quick in Virginia. We got just a few seconds. Hey, Michael, what's up, bud? Hey, what's going on, man? I just wanted to call and say thank you from me being personally uh, on a road for being a quadriplegic. Just hearing all y'all's posit- positivity that y'all spread every day, man. It's so loving and so wholesome, man. And thank y'all. Well, I appreciate oh, wow. that. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. And all you guys that call, like we appreciate that because we know your mornings are busy. And the fact that you'll pick up your cell phone and wait on hold for 5, 10, 20, 30 minutes, however long it takes. Like, we appreciate that. So thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Amy, wrap us up here. I'm Amy, and that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Sarah is a school principal in Arlington, Texas of an elementary school, and there's two kids in her school now. One has already graduated, and their father's been sick since 2018 with kidney problems, been looking for a donor everywhere. And Sarah's like, you know what? I'm the principal. I'm supposed to help these kids whenever I can. She goes and gets tested, and she's a match and donates her kidney to the dad. Oh, wow. Dang. Yeah. Even to go get tested is a big step. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that means you're really considering it. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. That's what what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Who do you think initiates divorce more, men or women? Women. Why? I don't know. They can't put up with the guy anymore. (laughs) Is that not right? (laughs) It's both ways. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Women's right. Oh, okay. I was just guessing. Women initiate almost 70% of divorces. Really? Which I thought was extremely high. Yeah. I thought it'd be like 55, 45, one Uh way or the other. Really close. Why women initiate most of the divorces? Are they the smart ones that are finally like, this is just (laughs) not going to work? Maybe. Or as Amy said, they just can't put up with our crap anymore. <laughs> That's know. it. Maybe. Let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny now. The morning corny. How does thread get to school? How does thread get to school? On a spool bus. <laughs> That's pretty funny. There it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Amy was trying to solo clap herself. <laughs> we don't really clap anymore. We really don't. I know, but yeah. I kind of felt that one. You did? That was a pretty funny one. Thanks. Jason in North Carolina is on the show. Hey, Jason, what's happening with you? Morning, studio. Morning. Uh, first off, Lunchbox, you're awesome, buddy. Appreciate it. Second, yeah, but secondly, um, I can't remember if it's several months ago or maybe a year ago. Amy was doing the no snooze challenge, and was just curious to know if she was still hitting that or if she's um, still continuing to not snooze. Well, so what the the bit was on the air was, hey, can you go a week, two weeks without hitting snooze? And you did the challenge. Yeah, you had a listener partner up with me as an accountability partner, and we. We powered through. I don't know about the listener, but I am successfully no longer a snoozer, and life is so much better. I make my bed every day, and I do not snooze, and I love life. How long ago was that challenge? 
probably a year longer. You haven't snoozed in a year? I haven't snoozed and I make my bed. That's crazy. If I don't make, there's been a few times where I haven't made my bed. And when I get home from work, it drives me so crazy. I have to go make my bed. And nice. I never had time to make my bed in the nice. morning because I was always snoozing. And I just feel better. Why did I ever snooze? I used to purposefully set my alarm at night yeah. with enough time to snooze five times. That was And that was insane to me because you were just wasting time. You weren't getting through with many things in your I day. I agree, you, but I thought I loved that feeling. I thought, but I didn't know. Efficient. I was like, how can you be so much more efficient? I didn't know what I didn't know. I just thought there was two kinds of people in the world. It's If you snooze... Oh, oh boy. I mean, give it a try. Just try not snoozing because I promise you. How do you feel about that? Oh, I love it. I think it's great that she's continuing to... um, My wife's a big snoozer and I get on to her all the time. Play her this comeback on the podcast. Tell her. Tell her from one snoozer to another, life is too short. Oh my goodness. Now Amy (laughs) all of a sudden has given TED Talks on snoozing. (laughs) You can... so impactful. You don't realize I how do much it know. affects your. Okay. That's why I was like, but why stop! Are you... you can't. You can't experience this. You can't speak on behalf of snoozers because you never snoozed. I've snoozed. Not back in the day, chronically. Back in the day when I would snooze, but what I would notice about snoozing is I was always losing. And so oh, I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> All Whatever. right, hey Jason, thank you, bud. <laughs> All right, time to do uh, the more you know. Our first one's going to be foods that are safe to eat past the expiration date. Because there's a lot of confusion over what an expiration date really means. And what happens is some people just throw out food that they don't need to throw out, excess I'm, waste. I do that. Yeah. yeah, because we're scared. Because we've been conditioned to think we're going to die if right. we eat the mm-hmm. wrong thing like, too I don't late. Get sick. So the whole story is household food waste accounts for 40% of the trash that we throw away. And about half of that, we don't have to. We're just told we need to, so we believe it. So here we go. Here are foods you can safely eat past the expiration date. Number one, cheese. The harder the cheese, the longer you can eat it past the expiration date. The really, really soft cheeses, they're like, you need to get in and out of that one. Like the okay. brie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or okay. goat cheese. And by the way, if you can afford brie, <laughs> go get another one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but keep the hard cheese, like che- normal cheese like we eat. Yeah. You can eat that past the expiration date. Cereal. It lasts for months past the expiration date. Pasta, up to three years past the expiration date. Three years? Oh, wow. Bread, as long as it passed the eyeball test, you can eat your bread. So like eyeball being no mold? If you look at it and there's no green on it, Mm. good. Also, if there's no green on pieces and there was green on the other, you can still eat the pieces that don't have the green on it. You don't have to throw away the whole loaf. Right. Got it. Now up to you if you don't catch that one. What I would do (laughs) is... You could even, by the way, you could even cut the green off of that piece and eat mm-hmm. the rest of it. Because remember, it's only molding over a part of it. But I would always throw away the piece that looked good for the rest. I'd have one buffer piece. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yogurt, it's okay about two weeks past the date. What? I don't know about Ooh. that. Amy, this is the more you know. So you don't know, but now you do. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, chips can be eaten months afterward. Mm-hmm. They're like, be careful about condiments, though. Like ketchup? Ketchup, mustard, barbecue sauce. Mayonnaise. Like, like be careful because those really can go bad right when right when the date hits. And then uh, frozen food, they say a little freezer burn's okay if you can get it off and or you can cook through it. So that's the more you know with foods that are safe to eat past nice. the date. Thank you. Favorite condiment? Ketchup. Ooh. Ketchup, then what? Ranch. Oh. Then what? <laughs> Chick-fil-A sauce. Where in the world is mu- mustard is number one for no, me by far. Mustard even, is the mustard, champion. I don't even I don't even need mustard in my life. I like mustard, 
then spicy mustard, then honey mustard, then Dijon mustard. Oh, wow. Then maybe ketchup. Oh. <laughs> Where's the mayo? No. Oh, oh, I don't touch mayo. Oh, wow. And so you're not mayonnaise. into ranch, I guess? Oh, I'll, I'll have I'll And then have you've ranch. never. On the occasional hot wing, I'll have ranch if they don't have blue cheese. And you've never tried Chick-fil-A sauce. I don't know that I've ever tried it. I probably have. Oh, I have one well. at the house. I'll bring you one. Yeah, what? it's so amazing. A pack of Chick-fil-A sauce. I'm sure sauce. I've tried it. It's <laughs> the best. When I go to Chick-fil-A, I get the mustard. Whoa. Well, you're missing out. Um, okay, let's do another The More You Know. Here we go. A rectal surgeon hmm? says that bidets are way healthier than toilet paper. But the average American still uses three rolls every week. Makes now, sense. Listen, I'm gonna tell you, I love three a bidet. Rolls a week. I love. I've been places where they have bidets. It shoots that water up your butt. <laughs> and yeah, it sounds funny, but it, you feel clean. It's fresh. So I we. It's crazy we don't have this in our culture. Mm-hmm. It's just a cleaner. It, it's just a way to be clean in a place that's not normally clean. I've heard great things about that bidet. Toilet paper is the standard way to clean up after using the bathroom, but it's not actually the healthiest way. Bidets are gentler and more hygienic. I stayed at a hotel once that had a bidet, and I didn't want to use it. I was scared. You didn't know what? You take a drink out of it? <laughs> <laughs> interesting like, water fountain. Interesting here. <laughs> want to go talk to Kelly in Ohio, who's on the phone. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Bobby. How are you? Pretty good. What's happening with you? Uh, just driving to work right now. Well, I appreciate you listening. Thank you for calling. What can I do for you? Yeah, so I have a question about dating, and maybe you and your therapist could help me out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I'm a single mom with a full-time job, and I'm getting back in the dating scene. And I've matched a few people on those dating apps, and it seems like nowadays everybody wants to talk 24-7 with texting and constant communication, and I just don't have time for that. And I know you're a busy man. So I just wanted to know if you had any advice on how much it's appropriate to talk to somebody just starting out, how much time I should put into it. Okay, I think the broader question is, how do I adjust to the new way of dating when I haven't dated this way in a long time? Would you Do you feel that's a, another way that you're asking that question? Yeah, that's fair. My advice would be to fully embrace it in the time that you can embrace it, meaning if you want something to work for you, whatever it is, you have to make it a priority, right? And if you're going to date, you got to be on the apps, especially if... How old are you, Kelly? I'm 30. Okay, perfect. You're a great age for dating apps. You're on the apps. If you can talk to somebody for 15, 20 minutes a day, and that's what you can... You have to make it a priority to do it, but be on the apps. Talk to people you match with. Be... I would even say be deliberate about if you want to go out with somebody, go out with them. On the dating apps, things die quick. You'll talk, you'll talk, and if you don't go out pretty quick, you never go out. Mm. Why are you gonna sit around and just blah 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 forever? Right. So my ex- Morgan number two, I'll bring you in on this too because you you've I'm off of them recently now that I have a girlfriend, but you're still on them. Yeah, I'm still on them. What is your advice to her about this? I mean, it she will definitely have to kind of adapt to the dating ways. You know, people do want to talk all the time, but I do think there's like the unicorns out there that won't want to talk all the time. So maybe the people who need her to talk all the time just aren't going to be the right person for her and she needs to find that person who will text and talk when she can and understands her life. That's a good piece of advice. And I think, too, as you're looking for someone that's right for you, if you're looking for someone with kids or not, you explain to them, hey, I have kids and I can't be, you know, always available to talk about dating. I would like to get to know you more. Uh, Just, again, I would say be very deliberate with your actions even on saying how much you can communicate but and but find people that are going through the same things that you are that you can if someone that has kids too because they'll understand and 
like me, I probably wouldn't understand that much. If I matched her and she had a kid and I don't have a kid, I'd be like, well, why can't we talk all the time? Right. What is this kid thing you talk about? <laughs> what, what are why those, are you so busy? <laughs> what's a, a, a mini human? What even is that? <laughs> yeah. So I would say level one, search for someone with like-minded thoughts, ideas that will understand your situation. Two, embrace the apps fully. Don't be embarrassed by it. Go right into it talk with people and then meet people that you want to meet sooner than later because it's it's a dog eat dog world on the apps if you don't meet with them they're going to be meeting with somebody else would you agree with that morgan yeah that's definitely true but it's okay if you don't like them it doesn't matter but it is dog eat dog world out there (laughs) (laughs) kelly how do you feel about that advice is that is that what you're asking for a little bit yeah yeah i think that's good advice for sure just it's hard to get it have you met anybody from the app uh, no. Okay. I don't know. I, I feel like I want somebody in my life and I want to start dating, but I, I, I don't know. Okay. It's here, a lot. Then this one I'm going to leave you with. It is a lot. If you really want it, if you have just, it's uncomfortable. New is uncomfortable, but uncomfortable doesn't mean it's bad. Okay. Give me an update in like a month. That's good advice, Bobby. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Talk to you soon. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A pair of strangers saved a guy's life from a fire in Fairhaven, Massachusetts. Colleen Jackson was opening up her convenience store. It was early in the morning, and she saw flames, and her 83-year-old wheelchair-bound father was in the apartment upstairs at the same time she saw the flames. Fire Chief Timothy Francis says two bystanders saw this, saw the fire, heard the screaming, ran up, and pulled the wheelchair and the dad to safety before the firefighters got there. Wow. That is crazy. Ron Rock and Butch Boer Parland were driving by and saw the fire, so they stopped to help and ended up saving a life. Ron Rock sounds like the perfect DJ name. Ron Rock here, it's 2.06. <laughs> mid, mid of the workday, let's do a little bit of ACDC. Here they are, ball breaker. Ron, I'm Ron Rock. Mm-hmm. That's a good name. A good Dang. Uh, quote, definitely made a difference, people just jumping in there. Even though we don't advise you going into house fires, we appreciate it. They're very brave. Yeah, wow. Ron Rock. Ron Rock. <laughs> it's two for Tuesday, Ron Rock. Let's get the lead out. Led Zeppelin, two in a row. Uh, okay, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So I'm going to play you a famous sound used by a company. You just named the company. Here is the example clip. Yahoo! You guys good with that? Yeah. Yeah. Yahoo. Yahoo, right there. Hope it's not easy. So write your answer down. Amy, Lunchbox. Our video producer, Eddie. Here is sound number one. Hmm, interesting. Got it. You recognize that? I mean, I did, but... Here it is again, sound number one. Kind of weird texture, but I think you get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, Lunchbox doesn't know it. I have no idea. You want it again? I mean, yeah, you can play it again. Here you go. Sure, I'm in for the win. What do you have, Lunchbox? I put Intel. Mm. The tones are a bit weird. I don't think I've ever heard it like this. But it's the same, the mm-hmm. same melody. Yeah. Amy? McDonald's? Yeah. Eddie? McDonald's, man. Yeah. It's do 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 do. Here I'm loving, loving it. it. Yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah. yeah. All right, you two are still in. Here we go. Number two. <laughs> You've got mail. Can you name that one? Old school. Throw them back. Can you name that one? Amy? AOL. Eddie? AOL. That's right. All right, name this one. Oh, wow. Again, I'm in. a bit odd, but, I, but play it again. Right 
I'd compare it to that McDonald's one. I'm guessing on this one. Eddie? Dell. Hey, Raymundo, play the first part of it and then pull the volume down after that first first one. NBC? No. I'm in. Amy? Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell. Oh, it's the bell. Do you hear it now? I do hear it now. Did I yes. win? Yeah. Yeah, you want Amy. Um, here, name, name this one, Amy. Okay. 877 cash now. 877 cash now. It's your money. Use it when you need it. <laughs> I have no idea. 877 cash now. I mean, but I don't know what company that is. Called JG Wentworth. 877 cash now. It's JG Wentworth. Oh, okay. That's hard. That commercial's on all time. It Daytime, is. it's all time. <laughs> if I get home in the middle of the day and turn the TV on, it's only that commercial. If you're watching Judge Judy, that's coming on. Uh, here's this one. What? It's Intel. No, it's AT&T. What? Yeah. yeah. Slow down. Uh, next one. Paramount. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what is it called? MGM. Lion 20th Gate. Century Fox. 20th Century Fox. Yeah. Amy, Amy, see if you can name this one. Oh. Uh, Ver- T-Mobile. Oh, I was going to say Verizon. One more. Here's the last one. You'll, you'll get this one. HBO. Oh, Netflix. Netflix. Dang, Mima. <laughs> Showtime. She's <laughs> Play Netflix again, Raymundo? Yeah. All right, Kimberly in Pittsburgh is on. Hey, Kimberly, what's happening? Morning, studio. Morning. Hey, I was going to see what bad habits I have. What bad habits we have? All right, we're going in the room. I bought my fingernails. I think that's a bad habit I have. You? Oh, I can, I ramble and say um way too much, and I can be late sometimes. You know, I got a text yesterday from someone named Kelsey, a 919 area code, and she said, Bobby, you interrupt Amy a lot. I don't think you do. I feel like I'm just putting up rails. Yeah, I need those. Yeah. So if it comes across as interrupting, my bad. <laughs> but if I don't hop in sometimes, Amy does go. go yeah. yeah. I have a really hard time getting to the point. And most people in my life tell me that. Mm. Here, at home, just get to the point. So I buy my nails. You wrote a book on <laughs> yeah. your stuff. What yeah. else do I do though? What's another bad habit I have? No. Oh, wow. I love that. <laughs> you're perfect. Yeah, you're pretty awesome. Wow, that's Hard gold. Like, Ow, he's woo. so caring and kind. That's not bad. Eddie, what's your bad habit? Uh, I probably, well, I've heard that I just kind of don't pick up after myself. I take my shoes off. You don't I notice leave, it yourself? <laughs> I leave them by the couch. <laughs> I don't really close drawers or any oh, kind of cabinet gosh. stuff like that. Yeah. A little late sometimes. Better? Yeah. Oh, gosh. 100% better. Yeah. Mm. I'm not late, late. Mm. Like, we're not late. But I'm saying, in my husband's mind, a bad habit would be that I can't get out. The, I can't get. I need to be early. Yeah, Bones, we grew up late. Yeah. Like, that's how we were raised. What do you mean you grew up late? My family's late. Okay. Everyone's late. I grew late. up poor. You know what? We Gen- changed. <laughs> that's right. I'm not yeah. late anymore. Oh, wow. Oh, he <laughs> <Lunchbox>? got you. <laughs> well, I mean, me. <laughs> I don't know if it's a bad habit, but some people think it is. I eat my toenails. Oh, oh that's just disgusting. <laughs> so it's gross. not bad. Yeah, right? see, I don't think it's bad, but people say it is. Kimberly, what do you think about those? Uh, the toenails is pretty gross. That was a plot twist. Yeah, I, don't you take your toenails and pile them on your knee and eat them? Yeah, while I'm watching TV, it's like a snack. Oh, I just do not need earth. to think about that. Raymundo in the glass room, what's your worst habit? Yeah, I'll ask too many questions. Um, apparently, I'm just supposed to go not knowing certain stuff, but my fiance always says, way too many, you're only allowed a couple questions from last night. And I'm like, okay. 
you ask too you're many questions too, about life. You're way too inquisitive. Yeah, it's annoying to people sometimes if you just have to rattle off so many answers to so many questions. Yeah, it, Stevenson, my son, he asks too many questions. Well, he's also nine. <laughs> well, it's he's annoying. learning about life. I mean, if we're talking about annoying stuff, I don't know about bad habits, but annoying stuff, I, I have a rundown all the time every day. Like, this minute I need to be here. Yeah. You time everything. Yeah. Constantly. Is that annoying? A little yeah. bit. But yeah. I don't, Eddie, you don't, I don't, you just, all you do is see me open my phone and time stuff. I know. It, it doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother yeah, me, but it, it should bother you. It us. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> I don't think it's annoying. I'm really trying to think of other things you do that are annoying because, because you biting your nails also doesn't affect me. True. But me, my, our, some of our stuff affects other people. Like, do you do anything that affects other people? Hmm. And we need to think Maybe. about that. You're perfect. I guess so not. Tomorrow on the show. Uh, Kimberly, what's your worst habit? That's a good question. Um, Sound like me. I don't me. even know. Yeah. I know. Perfect. I know. Yeah, wow. Sound like I think I'm perfect, but I really think. Tough. Really yeah. And this kind of the go-to. I picked up after myself. Well, wow. my mom would probably say different. We appreciate your call. Thanks for the question. Thanks for listening in Pittsburgh. Tell everybody there we said hi. I will shout it out. All right. Thank you, Kimberly. Have a great day. You too. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Come on, Bobby Bones Show.